so it's us. And um, I think that's like amazing because for some reason, this is who's supposed to be here this morning and we're gonna hear what we need to hear and that's sweet. So we're gonna start with the serenity prayer and let's say we are us. God, grant us the serenity to accept the things we cannot change, the courage to change the things we can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And this is how to stay abstinent for 24 hours. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Betty Jean. And I am Linda, a compulsive overeater. Hi, Linda. Hi. And um, to qualify, I um, came into OA um, June of 19... Um, gosh, I can't even think this morning. 1998. And um, I have released about... 95 pounds. Um, I have um, not done this program perfectly. I've had some relapses. Um, I am now serving on the board for Region 2. And I've been, this is going on my third year to do that. And Betty Jean as well. And uh, I love it. I just love service. I love getting called on to do things like this, you know. And, uh, but as I was saying, I, um, was oh I should have started this timer sorry I hit my bottom you know and when I first became abstinent my very very first time it was not an easy thing for me you know it was very defined for me Um, it wasn't like okay let's figure this out this is somebody just gave me something and said here do this (laughs) so I don't know if I could have gotten abstinent any other way. I've always wondered about that, and maybe Betty Jean had uh, a different abstinence than I did. Abstinence is uh, this, you know, we, we determine our own abstinence, what that is. Well, I knew that by eating compulsively, and that's all I could think about, you know, and when was I going to eat next? What was I going to eat next? How am I going to hide it? Um, that's when I know I'm not eating, that's when I know I'm not abstinent. So, um, it was a difficult journey at first. I have a, I, I began with a sponsor. I still have a sponsor today. I think that's very um, important to get abstinent. I tried it without a sponsor, and I did it for a little while, but it just creeps, it just creeps back in. Um, I, uh, prayed a lot in between my meals, staying abstinent today. My sponsor told me, you only have to do this just today. Don't worry about tomorrow. And that really helped me a lot. Um, And in the very beginning, she said, well, can you do this for 30 days? You know, because I thought, just getting started was like, there's just no way. I know you could do it, and you could do it, and you could do it. I can't. I'm just one of the worst. And um, I found out I'm really not one of the worst, (laughs) but I was pretty bad. (laughs) So so she said, can you do this for 30 days? And I said, yeah, I could probably do something for 30 days. And so I gave myself that amount of time. So every day it was wow, I eat this one meal and then I have to wait till noon for my next one, you know, and okay, or you know, I have a, 
I wasn't prescribed a time to eat or anything. Just, you know, eat these three meals today. That's all you have to worry about. So what do I do in between? I don't know. I'll find something to do. And it, it lifted from me the um, compulsion after I started my abstinence was lifted. Um, but it happened gradually because I still thought about food a lot. And so I don't think we get abstinent like that, you know? It's like, because it's not only what we're putting in our mouths, it's what we're thinking too, I believe, for me. I shouldn't say we, but me. Um, it's, um, let's see how much time. Let me give you some time too. <laughs> I, uh, the, after the 21 days was up, I had this huge relief. It was like this obsession was lifted. It was just like that. It was like a spiritual awakening for me. And I had the pink cloud thing going on, as maybe you've experienced, and life was wonderful, and I had all this energy all of a sudden, and it's like this big weight was just lifted off my shoulders. It was, it was just really amazing. I... Um, continued that for a few years and just one day at a time so like I said I, I lost my abstinence getting it back was not as easy I had the plan to do this uh uh-uh, uh you know <laughs> I always take my will back so it's about my will you know and it's it was really difficult and I'm not sure how it happened but April 21st of 2010 was my recommitted abstinent date. Um, and I just kept coming back, you know. And then once I got that abstinence, I said, I can't go there again. This is, I have this disease. It is cunning, baffling, powerful. I could not and would not, I can't say would not, I, I just couldn't. It was very, very difficult for me to get my abstinence back the second time. Um, I I prayed a lot, you know, and, and it's that the praying um, is different than I used to pray. I feel like I've always um, believed in God, and I've um, you know always asked Him for help with my my food, but it wasn't really uh, saying like uncle, you know, to where you can get to that point where you just have this really desperate prayer and you're, um, I, I just can't do this. I can't. It was admitting that I could not do it. It was um, truly going bankrupt as far as I personally goes. I had to give up it all. I couldn't hold on to anything. I just had to give it up. And um, now that I happily have my abstinence back for these 24 hours, because that's all we have is, well, do we even have 24 hours? We have this moment. <laughs> so um, I use the tools of the program. You know, we have our service, we have our telephone, we have meetings, we have. Um, Sponsorship. We have our plan of eating, um, our action plan, and anonymity. Um, I'm probably missing one or two, but 
I find that when I use my tools, I, it helps me to stay abstinent. I think the most helpful thing for me to stay abstinent is helping another compulsive overeater. You know, I sponsor sometimes a little too much, but I, I, I love my sponsees. You know, we have, um, it's more than just, I don't know, they're friends, you know, and I think we have good boundaries and everything, but it's um, the, the, the sponsoring and they're helping others, and that's what I love, you know. I'm like, you are in the right place, you're doing the right thing, and, you know, you're going to be blessed. Um, I'm blessed. I, all I can do is just share my experience, strength, and hope about um, me and what's worked for me. And sponsoring definitely helps me. Um, service. Those are probably my two largest, mostly used tools right now is sponsorship and service. And my, well, I actually, my plan of eating, you know. So with that, um, I just also wanted to say I, I just turn things over, you know, and I I have a God can at home. And if there's something that's really bothering me, it could be a, a food item, a, something that's sitting on the shelf over here that somebody didn't eat. You know, I write it down and I said, here, it's yours. You tell me what to do with it. I will do you what you want. And it goes away. It's just like this, I don't know. It, it's just a miracle. It's I truly believe in a higher power that helps me to stay abstinent today and that, um, gosh, it's friends that I make and we're all here together. You know, it's like this, we all understand each other in this way. And even though we're so different and from all different walks of life, it's like, where else could I get this? I mean, I love OA. I just love it. I love all the different um, ways to do it. You know, because there's, we are we're not a one size fits all, and uh, I personally do OA how it's what I've always done, what's worked for me. I don't know how I could do it any other way because it's I am just so one of the worst, <laughs> and I need the structure. So uh, anyway, I'm going to give the time to Betty Jean now. Thank you. <coughs> Thank you. <laughs> I'm going to qualify, and I'm so excited because um, July 4th, 2014 is my fourth year birthday in OA. Yeah. And, um, yeah, and I started out as a size 24, and now I'm size 14, so those numbers, those magic 4, 14, 14 are just so... I'm really into numbers, so when that magically <laughs> happens like that, it's like, oh, that is so cool. Um, and I came in the rooms <clears throat> thinking I was helping somebody else. I was invited to ride with somebody, and they were going to um, F.A., and so I was, you know, it was just like, do you want to go to a meeting with me? And um, she was having really struggling with food, and I was like, oh, yeah, I'll go. Um, and I listened, and I thought, oh, this is interesting. And I had gone to a 12-step meeting before, and it was um, <clears throat> an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, and my friends, um, I just, I went in, in the room with her, and, and I came, we came out, and she said, well, what did you think? And I said, Every, everybody should get to do this. So because I had already had that experience, 
it was easy for me to be in the rooms. I didn't have to get willing to come, right? I just thought it was a wonderful place where people shared. And every time people share, because everybody's so individual, you always learn something. So I, I didn't have any... I have friends that can't come in the room. They're really difficult for them to get to even be willing to come in the door. So <clears throat> that was, I thought, really great. And um, and then we, there was some situation that happened, and we found out about OA. So we started going there. I kept coming, and she stopped coming. And in fact. She volunteered for a service and then volunteered me to help her, which was setting up the chairs for a meeting. And I said, oh my gosh, that's, um, I didn't know if I really wanted to do that, but I was like, well, I'm going to do it with her, so it's okay. But then everybody went away and it was just me. That was probably the best thing that happened to me because I had a key to a church. I would go early, I would set up the chairs, and I would meditate. And it was in a beautiful place on the top of a hill in San Rafael. And it was magic, the birds and the deer and the, you know, it was just a beautiful place to be. I only went to one meeting a week. And I did that service. And really, I kind of didn't do anything else. And I got the idea that I was doing this and just doing it a lot. And when I, when I noticed that that was it, <clears throat> then something in my head changed, and so I did it less and less and less, just compulsively eating. And I started melting away, and I didn't even notice until I had to start changing clothing sizes. In fact, still I don't notice that I'm a different size. Um, until I look at the pictures, or one time I went, I hadn't seen my friends in, in the East Bay for like two years, and I went to a party and people didn't know who I was. <laughs> and then I go, okay, so I guess I really am changing, but um, the thing about it was that in order to stay absent for 24 hours, and I'm the kind of person, and I'm probably going to cry, <laughs> Like, I, I lived in a room where there was, like, a shelf, like, next to me, and there was food there. I had food in my bed. I had um, definitely in my car. And probably still now, I do carry around stuff that's food, but at least it's good food. <laughs> you know, like, I have right now with me microgreens and <clears throat> arugula and... But I was so addicted to the sweets and the... And the having it and the feeling it gives you when you eat it. Um, that to stop doing this was a miracle. <laughs> so, uh, so what I had to do was just really pray for like how, how to take the next bite in a healthy way. And so even if the bite was compulsive, it had to be a healthy bite. So, <clears throat> I, I heard once that if you're not hungry enough to eat an apple, you're not hungry. <laughs> so that I always carry apples. <clears throat> and I think, you know, how hungry am I, really? And then, 
going away from everything that's in a package, anything that's a soda, anything that's sugar, anything that's pre-made, really kind of anything that's advertised, because if they have to advertise it, somebody else made it, and it's not real food. <laughs> so <clears throat> I had the luxury of being so close to farmer's markets. Like, I can, I live in Marin, so virtually I can probably go to a farmer's market every day. And just um, eating small bites, like just, oh, here's what I did. I lived in this beautiful house in Terra Linda, and we had a back porch, a deck. So I would make a beautiful small plate of beautiful food. I mean, it. you could take a picture. It was artistic. It was beautiful. And then I would sit outside in the trees. It was kind of really surrounded by trees. And I would fill up with the beautiful food, but mostly with the nature. And I found that if I eat outside in that way and slowly and consciously eat and appreciate and cook my own food, that I could stay absolute for 24 hours. And so that was just a really, really beautiful gift. I want all of you to be able to share, so let's um, turn it over to your 24 hours and how you do it. Thank you. And we are being recorded, so if you would like to share, there is a release form to sign. Okay, thank you. Any questions? We can start with questions. Did you, did you start going online? Because did you start going to more meetings or work with steps? I did. I did. I, um, I now I go to a meeting almost every day, sometimes two a day. I, uh, I have a wonderful sponsor. We work the steps, we work the steps, we work the steps. Um, we have us in uh, Marin. We have a Wednesday night workshop that's been going on seven times, thirteen week workshops. I've done every one, so we work the steps with a group every, every seven, every thirteen weeks, and um, it's just been a magnet for people come in that room who've never ever been to an OA meeting, and. It's a really, really special workshop. And then um, I, I was the intergroup rep for a meeting. And then from the intergroup, I was uh, the intergroup rep to Region 2. And then somebody came up to me and said they need somebody to write the newsletter, and that's how I got on the board. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and I went to my first world service. Um, this in Albuquerque, and it's it's really cute because April thirtieth is my my coming into the world birthday, <laughs> and so I got to spend both of my birthdays, my OA birthday and my other birthday, with the board. So that was really sweet. Thank you for asking. And I too work the steps. I um, <clears throat> we. And we have these step questions, and we study the, the books, you know, the big book and the AA 12 and 12 and the OA 12 and 12. And um, it's a lot of good um, 
<clears throat> it's just the best way to live by the steps, you know. It's like, especially those first three steps, you know. I admitted that I'm powerless, and then believed that I could, uh, that there is a power that could restore me to sanity, and then making that decision. Actually, every day I think I take those steps without even knowing it. Because I not only have trouble with food, but with relationships sometimes. Um, and, you know, recently I had to um, <clears throat> take some drastic measures in a relationship. And um, the serenity prayer has been so helpful for me. You know, wanting to know what it is that I can change, having courage to do that and knowing the difference, you know. Um, so I think the serenity prayer really helps me. And going to meetings, I'm not going to as many as I used to, but I do get calls every day from sponsors, sponsees. I call my sponsor every day. Um, and because of the service I've been doing in the other areas, I'm <laughs> meetings are really difficult. And like I said, I took drastic measures and then it's one relationship, and now it's brought so, such a new relationship for me. Like, it's, it's wonderful. It's what it hasn't been for many, many years. And um, so that's kind of where I've been more focusing. And before I was just kind of running from that relationship and doing service and doing my sponsees. And I was having more fun with my sponsees, you know, and I want, that's where I wanted to be. And with my other meetings and that. So now that that relationship is intact and flourishing and I just want to make that first. <laughs> Whereas before I it wasn't at all, you know. So I know a lot of it was me. And I'm just so grateful for the serenity prayer and the steps and um, you know continuing to take personal inventory and when wrong I promptly admitted it I do a lot of tenth steps I um, that's huge for me to do tenth step you know it's a where was I what what was my part what happened and you know, what was my part in it because I can be so the victim I can play the victim mode so easily um, so uh, what could I do differently next time you know what did it affect what character defects were brought up in this? So I, I look at my character defects, and um, there's nothing, not a thing I can do about my character defects, except be willing to turn it over. I cannot, you know, I, I guess I could white-knuckle it and <clears throat> make myself do stuff, but it's, it usually, doing it that way usually gets me back in, um, back in it, you know, when I fight it. Anytime I fight or struggle, I'm going to lose. And it's that turning it over, you know, giving it to my higher power that I can, because he can. So, any other questions? There's something to share. You have something? Yeah, I have sharing about abstinence. <coughs> I'm Sheila, compulsive over here. Hi, Sheila. Hi, Sheila. I just want to say I'm so sorry. I 
when I came in, this is about my mentality, I thought, oh, this looks like a very official meeting. This must be a pre-steering committee meeting. <laughs> and took myself back out. So I got up at 6 o'clock this morning just to hear this share. So oh, I'm so, so sorry I missed it, most of it, but I'm glad to be here. So I apologize if you've already addressed this. But no. keeping abstinent for 24 hours. So right now, um, I'm having a really hard time, and I don't know how to describe myself right now except as a junkie. I mean, it's just that... The wolf inside, where if I don't get my substance, I don't know what's going to happen. Uh, anyway, yeah. so I just, if, if anybody can speak to that, and I don't know if Betty Jean did already, but um, the, the, t- the tips and tricks for getting through five minutes, much less 24 hours, if anybody has some great suggestions, I'd appreciate it. Thank that's great. So we haven't brought that up yet. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, Anybody? Tips and tricks for staying abstinent. Um, I'm going to leave in a minute, which I feel self-conscious about, so I just thought I'd mention it. But um, I have something to say really briefly about that. Um, Although I feel like, in a way, it's counter to the program, I have certain thoughts that help me stay abstinent. And the fact that I feel like junkie actually helps me in a way, because I think of my binge foods. I imagine them in my head, and I imagine if I ate them, and it's so clear to me that there's no way I would stop, that that somehow gives me a peace, knowing that I, it's a huge price that I pay if I go there. It, it makes it so I don't, I feel fortunate that I tend, well, I don't really get into that bargaining, like, Oh, if I just have one, or if I binge today, I'll be able to stop tomorrow. I just, I think of it almost as lust, and in a way it reminds me of sexual lust, not that I feel sexual towards food, but it's that same kind of like longing that like I feel in my solar plexus. And it helps me remember that, you know, like I said, I'm not going to stop. And I don't know if that helps at all, but um, that's a thought that, I mean, I feel grateful that I have that feeling about it. Because there's no question about, you know, I guess I'm repeating myself as usual, but anyway. So for whatever, that may or may not be worth Thank you. I think, too, acceptance. You know, that's who I am. That's what I do when I let this disease, I mean, what I let, when this disease is active, you know. I don't let the disease be active. It's, that's the nature of the disease. Sorry. Um, that was our time for speaking. Anyway, um, acceptance that we have this disease. Acceptance that I am powerless over food. And reminding myself about that. Oh yeah, I am powerless. I, that's who I am. And by doing that, I, um, it, it kind of relieves me a little bit. Um, you've probably heard if um, you can do something for 24 hours that would appall me if I had to keep it up for a lifetime. I think that the Just for Today is a wonderful reading. Keeping little things in my pocket, um, little, the, the Serenity Prayer Coin, or um, getting to uh, work with, like I said, I think the number one thing, I don't know if you're sponsoring or not, but um, sponsor... Being a sponsor, having a sponsor, service, um, doing something that I have to be abstinent to do. 
making that commitment. That helps a lot. Um, Betty Jean was talking about um, becoming conscious of what she's doing with her hands. You know, she's doing a lot of this. And just by being aware um, is what I understand is that um, is what helped her to um, do it less. But I think acceptance is really huge. Hi, Phil. And I heard somebody share last night a woman had a really good share, and she said that in the beginning she and I, I, I want to try this myself to try to get abstinence. Yeah, is that her sponsor told her to go to the meetings early, you know, help set up the room, uh, thank the speaker, um, stay after the meeting, you know, help put the room back together, and she said by doing that she became a part of the program. Here's how it worked for me. 
and kind of then left me, which was good. And then I just kept going to meetings and um, I sort of evolved little head trips to remind me of like what would happen if I took that first compulsive bite when I had that pamphlet in my birth at all times. Um, I had um, images, silly images, like I have a force field to repel all food thoughts and sometimes that worked and sometimes I would think, okay, if I take that first bite, my jaw will drop to the floor like a cartoon character and I will plow into it like a bulldozer and it will just put everything inside. <laughs> there will be no end. You know, it's like my personal version of, you know, one bite is too many, a thousand is not enough. And I still, for many, for, I don't know, at least a couple of years, maybe even sometimes today, you know, I can sit in a meeting and have food fantasies like just lay out a big white cloth on the floor. 